When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Tea is a fascinating and intricate topic, far more complex than one person can master. That is why the T-Biz portal enlists 40 voices skilled in 12 languages to tell the story of tea. Our expertise resides in professionals who know the tea lands from birth and speak the native tongue. We believe that transparency is grounded in authentic storytelling that begins at origin. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Tea lies safely dormant as temperatures plummet to record lows across Asia. Growers in China, Japan, South Korea, and India are coping with a polar vortex that caused record lows in the tea lands. A free webinar Monday by the Colombo Tea Traders Association will explain a national plan to make Sri Lanka's tea industry more resilient. And the FDA will not regulate CBD as a food or supplement. Plus, Arvinda and Intheraman takes us to Karnataka, India, for a stay in the Nilgiri Mountains at the Sinadurai Bungalows on the Karamani Tea Estate. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliftia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Tea growers in Japan, South Korea, India, and China are coping with a polar vortex that caused record lows that extended as far south as Fujian, Zhejiang, and Yunnan provinces. China reported temperatures as low as 53 degrees below zero last week on the Fahrenheit scale at 63 degrees below zero, the coldest day ever documented according to the China Meteorological Administration. Eastern Yunnan was chilled to zero. Winter temperatures in Yunnan normally range from 12 to 18 degrees Celsius, about 50 to 65 degrees Fahrenheit. 20 provincial capitals, including Wangzhou and Shanghai, reported lows for the year as temperatures dropped by 8 to 12 degrees Celsius across southern China. Normally sunny Guangdong reported a low of 7.8 degrees, about 45 degrees Fahrenheit. There was heavy snowfall in Wuyi Mountains and Fujian Province, and Jingsu Province reported temperatures of negative 10 degrees below zero. It was 5 degrees below zero in Zhejiang Province, which produces much of China's tea. T 
Tea plants in the north are safely dormant. In the south, the cold snap arrived before plucking began. In South Korea, temperatures in Seoul were minus 15 Celsius, with unusual lows in several tea-growing regions, including on Jeju Island. In India, Delhi recorded its third-worst cold spell in 23 years, and average temperatures in tea-growing Bihar, Sikkim, and Uttar Pradesh are the lowest since 1951. Business Insight Last summer, temperatures in China's Midlands topped 100 degrees Fahrenheit for weeks, raising the August average to 72 degrees, the hottest month since China officially began record-keeping in 1961. Heat waves globally are now five to ten times more intense than a century ago. Meteorologist Kevin Trenberth with the U.S. National Center for Atmospheric Research told CNN that, quote, extreme weather events are the new norm, end quote. Tea stakeholders in Sri Lanka view the unprecedented challenges facing their local industry as an opportunity to establish a resilient sustainability framework. Collectively, they adopted in July 2019 a national plan known as the Ceylon Tea Roadmap for 2030. Anil Cook, a prominent trader and one of the architects of the roadmap, will lead a two-hour webinar Monday, February 6, to explain the initiative. The Tea and Herbal Association of Canada is hosting the webinar, which begins at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Registration is free. Visit t.ca to register. TBiz correspondent Dananjaya Silva interviewed Cook to better understand how Sri Lanka is charting its path for the future. Why is the 2030 roadmap important, and what are some key highlights that the audience can take away from attending the webinar? What's interesting about the Colombo Tea Traders Association initiative is that when we completed 150 years, we decided that we need to take ownership of the future. It's not uh, a secret about what the country is going through at the moment, but it's at moments like this that uh, this initiative becomes um, extra important. So let's start. It started with bringing together the entire value chain and stakeholders who are who are associated with the industry in more ways than one. For example, we have banks, insurers, the Arthur C. Clarke Research Center, the T Research Institute, sitting and talking alongside farmers, factory owners, plantation companies, tea export and marketing specialists, and many brokers and many others. So this brings together a synergy of people who have a direct and indirect interest in the tea industry. Now, from this process of deliberation, we also evolved to a point where we started looking at global trends. Sri Lanka is always looking outwards at the world because our domestic market is pretty small, unlike in the case of some large tea producer countries. So we also attract a premium for our product. How do we retain and grow these premiums? How do we care for our people? How do we protect our environment? This is our environment and our people. 
So we came up with a sustainability strategy that would impose upon ourselves certain norms, standards, and guidelines, which in turn would lead to opportunities. And this is what we are really trying to talk about and share with the world because this whole conversation is taking place in a vacuum internationally where there are expectations of producers and there are expectations by producers of marketers. And between the two of us, there's this gap that needs to be filled. After all, the tea industry needs to survive and flourish and not many industries in the world, particularly the tea producers, are getting by with a reasonable living. So that's where we are right now. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, announced it would not regulate cannabidinol under existing rules for dietary supplements. Neither will it consider it a drug, with one exception, an FDA-approved CBD-based drug used to treat seizures associated with a rare type of epilepsy. CBD is not psychoactive and is widely perceived to have many health benefits. The market is currently valued at $1.9 billion and is expected to grow to $3 billion by 2027, according to Can Intelligence market analysts. FDA refused to designate CBD as an ingredient, quote, generally recognized as safe, end quote. An article published in the Cannabis Industry Journal lists concerns about safety, including possible drug interactions, liver damage, and potential reproductive harm that will require Congress to legislate new tools to manage risks, according to FDA. The decision does not change the status of CBD products, including several brands marketed as CBD teas. In the meantime, CBD remains illegal under the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, exposing manufacturers to potential liability and the challenge of compliance with 50 different state requirements. Biz Insight Brand owners and supplement manufacturers and investors said they were disappointed that after four years of review, quote, FDA punted the sometimes controversial debate to regulate CBD. Congress must now devise a regulatory framework for the FDA to oversee the use of CBD in foods, beverages, and as an oil-based supplement. Similar concerns about regulating cosmetics led Congress to approve the Modernization of Cosmetics Regulation Act in December 2022. The act created federal standards for the manufacture and use of cosmetics and is a model for legislators expected to introduce a similar bill for CBD. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for Sale 4, the week ending 20 January 2023. The union budget has just been announced. The response from the tea industry is largely of disappointment and the lack of attention to the sector. Darjeeling planters in particular have expressed surprise at the lack of interventions to curb Nepal imports and to protect the Darjeeling tea status. In the south, Upasi, which is the Association of Planters of South India took to Twitter to share the views of the pre-budget proposal to increase allocation of funds for the commodity boards. 
To implement developmental schemes this year, the T-Board has seen a marginal increase in budget estimates for 2023-24. One of the proposed projects in the budget is the Atmanirbhar Clean Plant Program to boost the availability of disease-free quality planting material for high-value horticultural crops. This could promote the cropping of these crops in the plantation sector, they said. Other budget proposals that, that could bring in some benefit to the tea industry are an agriculture accelerator fund, which was announced to encourage agri-startups in rural areas. And also the tourism sector is seeing some promotion, which could have an impact on tea. In prices, sale four saw about a little over 12,000 tons in offer with 80% of the tea in auctions sold, which is an improvement over last week. Top selling grades are the BP grades, followed by BOP, SN, and BOP. In weather, North India has been seeing some rain because of an intense western disturbance over Afghanistan. Winter thunderstorms are predicted in the east in the tea regions, which fall under the sub-Himalayan West Bengal belt, uh, and also in the states of Arunachal Pradesh and Sikkim. Dense fog is predicted in Assam and the border states. The south is also experiencing some rain with thunderstorms predicted in the tea belt of Pilgiris, Iduki, and Bayanad. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan, a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. This simple-to-operate smartphone-controlled device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. This week, Irvinda Anantharaman takes us to Karnataka, India, for a stay in the Nilgiri Mountains at the Senadurai Bungalows on a Katamani tea estate. If you drive 250 kilometers west from Bangalore, you reach Sakleshpur, where coffee country begins. And sitting here amongst the coffee estates is a tea garden called Kadumani. And that alone seemed reason enough to visit. I spent a week in there recently, and it's one of the nicest breaks I've had. I booked a room at the Sinadurai bungalow in the estate. So the Sinadurai is how assistant managers were addressed. A small manager, or it, that's what it translates to. Venki Muthaya, whose family has owned Kadamane for years now, decided to convert the assistant manager's bungalows and open it out to tourists. He's done this with the other two estates they own in Valparai and the Nilgiris as well. Skarmani itself was planted nearly a century ago. The bungalow is old and very charming, and it's been very well preserved. And the interiors have been done very tastefully. The rooms themselves, they're modern and comfortable, but don't lose that old world charm. And I think that's that's a fine balance they've managed to maintain. There were three Sinadurais at Kadumane, so the bungalow itself is large. It has these really wide verandas that go all around. So these, these are such great spaces to lounge in because views are fantastic. 
I got to learn that the Sindhadurais needed to keep an eye on everything that was going on, whether the gates, the you know, the, tea, the tea sections themselves, or the factories. So the bungalows were strategically located. So you get a 360-degree view of what's going on around you. There was also a tennis court, probably something that assistant managers enjoyed back then. There's also a pool table, which I'm not, I don't think is from, from the uh, time of Sindhadurais. Uh, what I really enjoyed was a small library with this collection of the old planters' chronicles and also discovering a story to rival the jungle book. It's called The Bear Girl of Kardumane and it features a Sindhadurai named Angus Hutton, man-eating tigers and a lost child. And of course, bears. It must be said of the British that they had a sense of adventure, whether in facing a man-eating tiger or the prospect of creating a large-scale plantation you're standing here, I try to imagine them arriving at these forested hillsides so far from their home, plotting roads, we are marking sections to cultivate tea, building a little world. And as, as I looked at the vast expanse and the twisting roads, and I tried to imagine what, what an assistant manager would have seen or imagined possible. Sure, it's a way of life that's no longer relevant today because the world of tea is changing. But there is incredibly rich, fascinating history that is worth recording and preserving. The room I invented was not one of the planters' rooms, but was the cottage just a little away from the main building. And this used to be a post office before. So it's slightly larger, a little more private, and, and absolutely enjoyable. Afternoons were the best here. This cardamony spans 7,500 acres, but only 1,000 have been planted with tea. So you see slopes of tea. We also see these generous stretches of the sholas and the silence. I don't know much about birds, but you can hear these bird songs. Uh, I could recognize the jungle fowl. Uh, I recognize the incessant hammering of a woodpecker. I also listened to Orly the peacock. And once we heard a noise, which we later got to know was a barking deer, we quickly came out and caught a glimpse of it. But then a lorry came trundling down the road and sent this deer running, scurrying into the bushes. I also like that there's no restaurant, but there's a kitchen and a dining room, and you go there for meal times, just like the Sindhya that I used to. So each meal is hearty and was made with local produce and delicious. And the idea of the Sindhya Bangla is to come here and just do nothing, but they also offer a few activities. We did a couple of them. One was uh, tea time on the hill. So there's a jeep at the estate which drove us to this hill, which is on the property, but has amazing views. Uh, piping hot tea had been packed, crispy budgies had been packed, there were a few deck chairs, so we just sat down, spent a little time and enjoyed. And It really was tea time with a view. Uh, but it was the other activity that really was my favorite because, again, we took the 4 by 4 and drove into the forest on the property. It was a small clearing. I spent an hour or so there. There's a stream flowing nearby, surrounded by forests, watching a couple of Malabar giant squirrels gamboling on the tree. And it's it's an experience I've never had before. And sitting there, surrounded by this by forest, the name Kadumane, which translates to forest home, seems so apt. The rest of the weekend went and reading the fat murder mystery I had carried with me. Wi-Fi and mobile signals are iffy, so you do get a digital detox. And because the tea factory is open, Kadamane is a working estate, we decided to walk, walk down and take a peek in. There was a large chimney puffing out smoke. 
just like Willy Wonka's factory, my son said. Inside there were large troughs of the day's plucking, withering gently, and yesterday's leaves were making their way into the CTC machines and then being sorted by grades, and you'd get this aroma of fresh tea that you never get anywhere else but in the factory. I think the Sinadurais Bangla is such a great example of tea tourism done right because it's indulgent without being excessive, it's luxurious yet accessible and affordable, and just quite simply a great getaway. The only thing I wish guests would do more is to ask about the tea because but for tea this would have been a missed experience. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.